this is Jean. This is Daniel. This is Nicole. And this is Rose. And this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's been a millennia. I hope you're living good. It's a whole new decade. It is. <laughs> oh, it is. I was just like, like, wait, what? It is. I know. If the queen is Yadri. It's funny. It feels like coming back home, to be honest. Hey. Yeah, even though I, like, messed up the intro, like, when we were doing practice, I'm like, shit, I haven't done it. It's been a fucking while, huh? So, hi, everyone. It's great to be back. Um, This is a special uh, little episode to check in and just, like, kind of find out how everyone's doing and, and... Talk about the crazy state of the world, uh, you know. Yeah, so actually, let's go ahead and um, first of all, welcome back, Rose. Yeah! And then let's check in. Let's start off with Rose. How you been, girl? Oh my gosh. All right. So, um, how have I been? I think I've taken a lot of time to do what I needed to do, which is like healing and find my direction because a lot of that happened to me last year and kind of towards the end of season one during Ruha Baddies was kind of trying to find my direction mm-hmm. because, you know, I had this clear vision towards the end of like, you know, my uh, undergrad year, right? And I thought that I was either going to go into grad school, I was going to immediately probably find a job on campus um, and just test the waters with teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but life doesn't always work out the way that you plan for it to. And um, I ended up having to make some hard decisions this year. One of them was uh, moving in with my sister and her, uh, you know, partner with my mom. And the other one was uh, just finding out that I do want to teach, like, full-on teach time, (laughs) um, what are words. Um, Because, yeah, I was struggling between wanting to continue uh, pursuing research in like, you know, higher education. And then also how much do, how much passion do I have for being an educator? And I realized that I really enjoy being an educator. I took a lot of this time teaching mathematics, you know, this whole like time that I've been gone and realizing, and here's the thing. I can't fucking add for shit. And then I like started teaching algebra out of nowhere. But at the same time, like I learned like, and this is something I wanted to test myself is like, would it matter the subject if I taught it or does it matter like more that I'm teaching? And like, I found out I love being an educator Mm -hmm. and that's where I am at. And being an educator during these crazy times has really opened my eyes to how important it is to, you know, be in that role and to be like a leader within that community and it's just crazy like seeing like all these posts online about teachers and teacher means and people reaching out to teachers and thanking them and it's surreal and at times it's overwhelming because um it is uh being an educator being a teacher especially in like secondary education there's this certain emotional labor that happens especially when you're molding young minds you know and reading all the feedback during the time 
uh, that we have been on lockdown here in Vegas and just seeing all like this outpour and reaching out and heartache from my students and their struggle has put a lot of like, you know, strain on me like emotionally, you know, which again, like I, I understood the role of what I was getting into as an educator, but nothing can compare, uh, can like compare, nothing can compare nor prepare you for the shitstorm that is COVID-19. So, um, to answer the question, how I've been, I've been pretty okay. So, <laughs> there's that. Heavy, yeah. Right. With that being said, though, Rose, Jean, and Nicole, happy Teacher Appreciation Week last week. Yeah, thanks, hey. educators. Thank you, educators. Right, yeah. right. Um, Rose, do let's do a an uh, like a, an educator move. Popcorn, someone to answer the question. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> let's see. Hang on. What question though? Hang on. Well, it's, no, it's the same question. Just popcorn someone else to answer. Oh yeah. Okay. It was just like what? Okay, a new question. All right. It's been a while. Uh, Nicole. Yeah. How you been? <laughs> popcorn. Um, popcorn. I got the popcorn. Um, <laughs> so I I do want to challenge each of us to um, not use the word crazy to uh, describe something that is either like chaotic or or deep just to like destigmatize um like it's also kind of ableist to use the word crazy to describe something mm -hmm. so i i would encourage all of us to moving forward to um like use a better descriptor i guess okay Agreed. that's fair Especially isn't it Mental Health Awareness Month? Right? It's Mental Health to, uh, Awareness Month. It's also yeah. um, Apame Heritage Month and <laughs> Masturbation Month. So, <laughs> lots, lots to celebrate. <laughs> Many things to celebrate. And month. they're all kind of intertwined. Like when you think about your heritage, you also have to think about your mental health awareness and maybe to make yourself feel better, you might need to do a little masturbating, maybe? Man, way Nicole, to wrap up the celebration. Nicole, is that called intersectionality? <laughs> you know what, I'm not going to throw around that word either, like a, like a little sprinkling of things. Um, but possibly, I think so. I'm going to have to defer back to uh, the uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Kimberly Crenshaw. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but... How am I doing? I'm doing all right. My mom and I are talking again. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I bought a circular saw. <laughs> so, so I've been leveling up my butch. Um, <laughs> and yeah, things are... Oh, I made kare kare for the first time last night. Whoa. Yeah, it was like half in the Instapot and a half over the stove. And my partner really liked it. Um, Heather did not try bagoong. But you know, other than that, baby she's steps, into it. baby steps. <laughs> you know what? Bagaong is a very distinct, like, I wouldn't push that on anyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it um, balances out so well with the kare kare, though. That's why. <laughs> I feel like I eat more bagaong than kare <laughs> Get your curry curry on. Oh, yeah. Jean, and it's mango season, too. 
What? Oh, what? Who said 2020 was terrible yes. with all these awesome things <laughs> happening? Along with mango. That sounds so good right now. <laughs> so do I pass the popcorn to Jean? All right. Sure. Here you go, Jean. The proverbial popcorn. Is it buttered? Is it lightly salted? Who knows? It has um, bubble on it. <laughs> <laughs> or trademark that idea. You know, I might get, might get viral. Um, how am I doing? Um, well, I've been knee deep in um, very messy research concerning Asian Americans, and I dive into it. <laughs> um, uh, it just it sometimes is really heavy for me to watch um, folks say, "Yeah, yeah, we just need to unite, and you know, we're very well educated, and we're we pull ourselves up." And it sometimes just, you know, I don't want to get real deep in my check-in, but sometimes it's just like it's 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 heavy for me to see a uniform narrative without actually digesting what that narrative means by like our compliance but anywho um i want to you know in my check-in you just glazed over that (laughs) (laughs) this this may we may revisit this in this conversation but i want to shout out um to our fans we haven't gotten fan mail i get it who has time to write in um these times but I do want to shout out our fans who do support us and in turn um, support them and talk about um, the Filipino mom. She is starting a podcast with two other hosts. We love to Yay. see it. Finally. Love to see the other folks making these podcasts. Um, especially, you know, I think that these podcasts are really important in a time where our communities aren't always really trained on doing research mm. or celebrating that doing research. Mm. You know, um, when, when data collecting and realizing people just took the first link off Google is kind of hard for me. Mm. So um, yeah, thank you. Anyone who is making podcasts. Um, I appreciate you. And I want to, I want you to be part of my check-in today. So thanks for asking. <laughs> Oh, also, um, we're starting an unofficial foundation for Bruja Baddies. If you have a better um, headphone oh. than the one that I'm using, which I stole from my husband, um, <laughs> go ahead and send it over. Send it in, send me in the DMs and stuff. Uh, you don't sanitize them, I guess. <laughs> or not. Or you can just laugh at my, the, the, <laughs> the expense of these um, bad technologies in a time of 2021. So... That's me. Yeah, we are doing the best that we can with what we have. But if other folks have things that are slightly better and don't need them, if they do not spark joy for them, right? They may spark spark joy for Jean. (laughs) Have a Marie Kondo moment and then yeet it out, and we will catch it. Right, and for those who are you know more um, sensory um, adept, this is what Jean sounded like literally when we were. <laughs> you gotta cover it with your mouth. Yeah, you, you gotta, this oh, is sorry. what Jean sounded Hello. like. Hello? <laughs> Could y'all hear me? It's like 1999 in here. Koi, give me your headphones, Koi. <laughs> and, and Jean also called Koi, and we could hear Koi better than we could hear Jean. <laughs> oh, wait, Jean, you, you have to throw the popcorn to me. Oh, yeah. Throw in the popcorn Don't throw- to you, Daniel. Uh, it's a kettle popcorn now. Oh, I love it. Um, does it come in a Christmas can? Yes. <laughs> um, a Christmas can that really has sewing supplies in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, no, but actually, sewing supplies um, related because today um, I popped three blisters. 
Holy. Oh, how'd you get them? Yeah, running? Running? yeah because of mm. running. And then today I was just like, oh, hello, why does my feet hurt? Um, and I got three blisters and I'm like, I don't want to run with these because I'd much rather pop them now than have them pop. <laughs> <laughs> they just look progressively bigger. Right. Like, so. Sorry for TMI and for being bastos, but I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah other than that um been okay the routine's still happening um i'm getting bored of the routine <laughs> of uh the quarant- quarantine routine but i'm finding ways to um kind of entertain myself and to i don't know distract myself for the future um i'm also glad that jean brought up um you know like people who have a hard time researching um, mm-hmm. because I've actually been reflecting on what I want to do for grad school, which mm. may, like, may happen sooner or later. Um, I want to go back to school for um, library sciences. Oh my goodness! Oh, yes. Yes. We need you. Yes. We need you. Um, I need UNLV to reopen the library sciences <laughs> major. Honestly, like that's one of the first things like I looked at. I was just like, all right, well, let's see if I could like talk to some professors or whatever. And then apparently there weren't any professors here at UNLV for library Mm -hmm. sciences. And I'm like, all right, so what can I do now? Oh, yeah, I should volunteer at the library. Libraries are closed. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) well, well, so I've kind of just been thinking about like what my purpose is. Like, why do I want to be a librarian? and I realized that, like, librarianship is a completely white space, and I want to disrupt yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. We know some pretty cool librarians, librarians, and Lib- we can put you in contact with yes. them. Yes, yes, please. That'd be great. I can just imagine you as a librarian, because I just feel like you'd be, like, full of recommendations and mm-hmm. infiltrating, like, and ordering books no one would order. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You're definitely needed in this field. Oh, and I could also like definitely do this. Wait one sec. Yes. For for, for, <laughs> for, for the listeners, it's a uh, Daniel looking down at an open book and then sultrily lowering the glasses to answer a question. <laughs> Can I help you, white patron? <laughs> <laughs> Slaps book down. Uh, yes. <laughs> What are you looking for? Information? Oh, you're white. You know how to find it. Oh! <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how, that's how, that's how I'm feeling. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Right. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you for sharing. Um, I kind of want to go back to what um, Rose has been saying, especially now, like, it's like Rose's welcome back. Um, and she shared a lot about um, education. Um, and... I know that, like, Nicole is done with school. Jean um, is, you know, like, still doing... Oh, Nicole, you're not done <laughs> A decade school. out. You're, you're always going to be a, a scholar. Um, but for all of us, um, what would be some, you know, like, some things that we could think about for, like, people who are going to go to school or going to go back into school as, like, teachers, as um, people who work at the school... Um, what are your thoughts on like being an educator or maybe just being like attached to um, an educational institution? 
Well, I think I'll go. Um, being in an educational institution, especially during these times, um, and they have been very chaotic, has really been like eye-opening in that, like when you look at these systems within education, um, like we always knew that there were these systems of oppression, you know, um, inequality and work and pay, especially for like our substitutes and those in vacancies. Um, but they became even more apparent when um, the lockdowns began and who they started reaching out to and where they started making their cuts, you know? So there's that. And um, also the awareness of like, communities about like what sources are available and uh how we can support our students um during this time has been like both overwhelming and beautiful but at the same time there's a dark side to it that mm -hmm. as i an educator have had to witness um so thinking about it is just like it's for us, and I don't know how this is for Daniel or um, for Jean working with, you know, UNLV and with mm -hmm. the charter school, but with the school district that I work with, right? Uh, Clark County um, basically is, and hopefully they don't find me and try to fire me and like this gets leaked out. I'm just saying, okay, some shit's been going down. But um, with all that in mind, you know, it's just been this weird what's the next thing we had to come up with things ourselves and because Clark County serves like like they're the fifth largest district in the United States um I think third fifth it keeps fluctuating y'all but the fact that we serve over 300,000 students in our state and that we are trying to pull in all these resources for those students has been like you know great but at the same time it's like no one had a contingency plan no one had a backup. A lot of our students didn't have any access to technologies in the first place. And being able to recognize during this time that we do have the sources to be giving out these technologies mm. in the time of pandemic says a lot too, right? So it's like, where were these resources when we needed them before this? And then it, it just became this whole thing about recognizing how these systems have these sources but choose not to provide them, mm -hmm. you know? And But it took a crisis for people to recognize that. I and mean, it takes a crisis to show who's quote unquote essential within a, the school district and who mm -hmm. is going to get their asses, like, you know, thrown to the curb. And like, at one point that was gonna be me because um, my role was a, and is a vacancy teacher. Right now I'm in the middle of getting my teaching license. But a lot of like those who were substitutes, guest teachers, people who did who relied on substituting day to day or long term, um, were told at first they were not going to be paid because you have to quote unquote be physically in the classroom in order to be paid because that's what you were being paid for, and that's what happened when I called sub services. Like because I had a feeling this because as things were going down through the news, seeing other districts starting to close, I started fearing, am I gonna have money? Am I gonna have a job? And I called like um, the, like sub-services and they told me that that wouldn't ha be happening. And as soon as the lockdowns began, like I got in touch with um, my sub-finder group on Facebook uh, and a lot of us were worried. A lot of people relied on this for their kids, their families. And a lot of us also were vacancy teachers like myself who signed on for like nine months 
to be on this and to be told that we're having our funding, our source of income cut short was jarring, scary, and, you know, life terrifying, like, and also to find another job in the midst of a pandemic and to expose myself to like uh, whatever may be out there to my own family, you know, is scary. And also shout out to all the essential workers for everything you do. And I hear you, I see you, and I support you because a lot of those essential workers are my students' parents, their families. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, just kind of going on that, like Clark County needs to do better and it's apparent that looking at a lot of what's been happening that there's capabilities for our district to be better and to support our kids and our teachers you know not just substitutes but i'm also talking about supporting you know all the staff that works within our schools here mm -hmm. it just it's really disheartening and it's scary to know what's going to be the future of education after this because a lot of us know that right now and I don't mean to put a damper, and I know, like, and I still believe that our podcast is a way to go ahead and take in this information, digest it, and be able to go ahead and talk about this in a healthy way, you know? And I don't want to take away from that. But at the same time, there has to be some kind of room to go ahead and explore this issue that's happening for all of us and is affecting our lives on the daily because it's not going to go away anytime soon if we're being really honest. No, no, it's not. I mean, it is not. You see right. other states opening up and. <laughs> and, and it's like this false sense of security. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually got in touch with one of my friends. They're a public health major. They work with CDC. They work with Kaiser Permanente. And I'm not going to disclose their name, um, but they are in California. And they are in the midst of, like, you know, this pandemic and as a public health administrator, like, position. They don't work as a public health administrator, but they that's their major. They already they have backing. And they told me it would take at least two years for yeah. it to be going, quote, quote, back to normal. Right. right. So, and that's why I'm like, this is going to be a great shift. I'm worried about what it's going to look like in September, you know, because that's when the alleged reopening of our schools are going to be. But I'm like, with other teachers, we're all like, it's, I don't think we're going to go back physically in the classroom anytime soon. I feel like we're going to probably shift online, but that's just one opinion out of thousands that are mm -hmm. being thrown out there right now. I don't know. What about you, Daniel? Cause like, I know that you also work. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to what you said about this crisis because like Clark County um, school district is one of the lowest in like the, mm -hmm. the nation. Um, mm -hmm. That should have been the crisis already. Yeah. Um, yes. Before yeah. You know, like having COVID-19 be stacked on top of it. Um, it is like, commendable though that um that ccsd is bringing in like the resources for like these students but like one of the main issues with that is that like some of these students don't know how to use these resources don't know how to access yes. these resources and yep. don't know how to even get these resources yeah i mean one of the things that like i tell my students too because a lot of them don't have wi-fi at home or don't have um don't have uh what is it called like a, a strong um, Wi-Fi connection. Like one of the things that we tell like the students, oh, just like make sure that you go to the library, make sure you like, you know, call Cox because like their programs and all that stuff. But then when I say that, I'm just like, oh wait, 
these kids don't have cars because their parents are working, so they're stuck at home. Right. <clears throat> so it's like there's a lot of things that are stacked up on top of each other that's disallowing these students to be successful and also not disallowing um, like teachers to to reach out and to actually be able to teach these students effectively. I mean, even like for my, um, like for my school too, even though we have a one-to-one -one with our students, so like every student has a laptop, that laptop is essentially useless if the students can't log on right. to join online instruction. Um, yeah, for me and my kids, right, like, thankfully, at the beginning of the year, and keep in mind, I work in a Title I school, meaning that I work with, like, the lowest income families, um, and thankfully, a majority of my students all had iPhones, so, or they all had a smartphone, and they had, like, connectivity through their data networks, right? But at the same time, I still had students who didn't really have like, you know, the best up to date phone for them to go on Google Classroom or to join my Zoom meeting that I have every Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, and the fact that, you know, their parents lost their job and they're not sure if they can still pay for the Internet or if they can even qualify for in free Internet services because they have to be in a certain income bracket. And that just it sucks, you know. Um, and a lot of people are trying to get through through unemployment too at the same time like there's so much financial strain happening that you know having measurements on these systems and trying to go ahead and allow for like these services that they are now able to provide is kind of it's surprising right like you know it's a, a lot of things have come out during this that really highlight wow we could have done this sooner mm -hmm. for the people in need you know, um, I was also talking to like my sister this morning, um, and like she was up super super early. I have no idea why. And one of the things that she said was like, "This is like a weird change for me." And like thinking about like what she said about you know like being uh, at school online, um, having this like weird schedule, not being able to like to see like her friends physically. It's like mm -hmm. like a huge social shift. Mm -hmm. So like the students, like students right now have no, um, not necessarily have no idea, but like they don't know how to like process this like shift of like, I used to see my friends every single day. Now I don't. Right. Um, and especially that now that it's like becoming summer where like we're, you're supposed to like be done with school and um, you're going to hang out with your friends. It's just like, no, you should be staying in. So like that's also a like a different um, a different thing to to think about too. Um, I like to go back to y'all's point that you made in earlier episodes, uh, like your <laughs> quarantine episodes. This is like this kind of highlights how uh, what changes for you in terms of how you communicate with your friends, and I wonder how that is for for our students and for like you know younger generation Z kids, in like by physically being in space with one another, you know, because of the technology that's available and thankfully is available to us, you know, it just sucks if you didn't have, you don't have the money, you know, or didn't have the resources prior to all of this. So just, I was just thinking about that. It was right making my mind. What about you, Jean? How's it been going with your classes? Um, 
You know, it was really hard at first to transition, but I think that, you know, on the bright side, I think this is a transformative time of really embracing grief and how mm. um, embracing grief also checks our own privilege, right? For us who have access to be on this podcast, on this Zoom. And I realized too, kind of the fatigue that is surrounding technology. So for, mm. um, for students that I teach, um, I teach a summer program and I ended the end of the semester was one to one not to reinvent the wheel right instead of teaching them platform on top of platform I went back to email um, I went back to phone I went back to um, things that I know are affordable on a more universal front mm. um, I also went back to paper um, I spent this past month building a 150 page textbook with my staff because I understand that um, we're spending a great deal online and that can also cause us to have his, hysteric reactions to an information overload. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I, I really encourage my students to go back to text, like, like hard copy text because, um, and in terms of not only reading it, but also writing, mm -hmm. um, because these are really formative times um, and I think another huge value is mental health. You know, we didn't understand that mental health is a widespread um, norm for everyone involved. Um, for those who um, do not cope well with loneliness, those who are worried about their safety um, in the home in terms of uh, violence that can happen and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, and those are all stand from the very thing that we're thinking about this month. Um, so I think my overall solution to the pandemic is one that leadership doesn't just belong to people up top. It can, it's, it's, it's managed between people like us, everyday people. It's managed amongst the students. Um, there was a point where I was too indispensable to students where it was affecting my mental health. And I, if I was like, if I'm like feeling this way, how much more them? And so every day of checking in with my feelings, no matter how terrible they felt, um, was good for, the, good for the rest of the community around right. me. Um, and those are really important. Those are tangible things. You know, there was a survey sent out today by UNLV. What are a few things that um, we can do to um, maybe come back to the classroom or change remote? And all I said was like, taking ownership of the space, right? If we enter in and leave a classroom, we can model what they've done in the Japanese education of cleaning after ourselves, cleaning for others, right? To be mindful. Um, can we have hand sanitizers in, you know, installed? Like just small things, small affordable ways, um, because I don't think any of this would be solved overnight. No. I've wrapped my head around it and then uh, like damaged my own mental health. And so forgiveness for, um, for how folks are reacting right now is a huge thing for me. You know, like I had, uh, you know, people micromanage me or collapse into me for their stability. And I had to forgive a little bit that they are not confronting grief. Um, so I think that's a huge component for me as an educator is to understand that I may start my day weaker than I anticipated but um, I have to only serve from when my cup is full. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, 
That's just me. Or when your cup overflows. Hey. I so I can't remember. I think if it was maybe at the um the women of color uh festival. Festival is when I heard someone say that. Is that to only give from your cup when it's overflow? Oh no, no, it wasn't. It was Sonia Renee Taylor. Yes, when yes, she yes. was on campus. My bad. It's okay. Um, the days are blurring. But yeah, that you know the, and I I like this spectrum that the three of you show about education moving like education in the time of pandemic, like um access to technology, which I guess, I mean, if we need to be quarantined, then shouldn't this be free anyway, right? Right. If, like, education is public. Um, And thinking about, like, because of the internet, folks expect you to be, quote-unquote, more productive. Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What do you want? Let's, can we just pause the world for a moment? Um, And so I I appreciate that, what, what you said, Jean, about, like, um, going back to the basics. Um, but I also want to, uh, I guess brag, not brag, but just like a Jean and the way that she has been interacting with her students, like through Instagram and through your prompts is like really cool for, <laughs> for like, um, remote learning. And that's like something that folks can do. That's not like too like high theory or whatever, you know, like it's simple enough that it's on Instagram, but it's not like folks have to jump through other hoops of like doing a Google doc or having to um, go on zoom. Cause I know that a lot of folks are having to do like nonstop zoom in. Yeah. And that is exhausting. Daniel (laughs) Daniel is pointing at himself. Sometimes I would have to just like turn off like the camera and I'll tell my students, all right, I'm just going to be right back. If you have any questions, just put it in the chat box and I go take a walk in my kitchen. Right. <laughs> because yeah. I can't. I can't just be sitting the whole day, looking at a screen the whole day. I, I just can't. No, like just because we can do it doesn't mean that we have to do it all day long. Right. My dilemma is always having to use the bathroom in between right before ending. I'm like, come on. <laughs> That's why I'm really glad that I. That's why I'm really glad that I set up like specific days and times like that. I'm a, I'm a able to be like, hey, Tuesdays, Thursdays, twelve to one. That's when we have our video chats. Done, finito, you know. <laughs> um, but usually my kids are pretty self, you know, like they're independent and they don't really ever like you know feel the need to like get on my face about math. Surprisingly, but the only time that I do get interaction from them, like, is when they want to talk, just, like, normally talk, you know, get that, like, cool interaction. Some of my kids uh, send me their, like, work, like, they, like, drew art. I'm like, right. I love That's it. that's wonderful. They're like, Miss T, I did this for you. <laughs> I miss yeah. you, you know? And then, you know, just having, like, trying to stay away from, like, material or, like, any, like, new concepts to teach in math like my my kids just showed me like they're like pets they showed me their like pigeon farm in their backyard I'm like damn east side <laughs> like, that's how it usually is but like it's hard for me to be able to use like you know other outlets other than google hangouts because our mm-hmm. district is like you can only use google hangouts in any oh, google right. forms you can't use zoom anymore you can't right. do it security and whatnot 
but it doesn't stop me from posting memes. So that's what I do. <laughs> well, so it's like so rel like relative or like I guess moot because like Google can get hacked into also. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like it's all the same. Like, yeah. Fucking difference. And it's like I guess whatever you know like. That's just where we are, you know. I still have a cool little background I can do on Google Hangouts. Pretend I'm out in San Francisco, enjoy my life to the fullest. So going on a little bit of a segue um, in terms of the pandemic, let's talk about what we did with that stimulus monitor. Oh, shit. <laughs> some good news, I guess? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still have some of it <laughs> left over. What are you using it on? Um, I got that big order. Um, yeah. So, and it wasn't even like a really big order, but, um, I got like a bunch of stuff from Harbor Freight. Love um, Harbor Freight. Yeah. And so I, I got a circular saw. I got a power sander. <laughs> um, um, I did some home improvement stuff with my Looks wife. Nice. Um, oh, quality time. I know. It's, it's cool. so gross. Um, <laughs> And but I also need to get like some dental work done. <laughs> so oh I'm my like, god, trying to, trying to save the rest of it <laughs> so that I can do that. But also like, um, and I don't feel bad about using that at all right. for like like what I'm using. And also like I don't know. I'm just I'm trying not to feel bad about don't. things, but also within the context of like me not harming other people, I guess. Um, so I. I'm having a really hard time with unemployment. Like, yeah, the, like happen. the system is not like I'm still on a waiting list to be approved right. in May, and that it's a very right. archaic yes. online system. Can and I add to this? Yeah, yeah. So they they in in Las Vegas, we're on our third director for unemployment. So, um, things are stalled a little bit on that and it's terrible. Yikes. You're right. right? Yeah. So you have to wait till past midnight to even call like, or, you know, to do your, submit your things. If you it's yeah. And sometimes the banks run out of uh, money in the ATMs from pulling from unemployment. So yes, we it's, yeah, I'm sorry, Nicole. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm fortunate enough that like I have a partner who's employed. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, I cannot imagine how it is for like other people who are really dependent right. on that um, unemployment money. Right. Um, so it's just um, Nevada, get your shit together. Right. No, I hear that. Um, just to add one little thing, like, so in my household, I am the only one working. Right. Um, my sister had like, hasn't gone back to work because she wanted to take care of her son and I moved in just to help be like a buffer to make sure like you know she gets some rest between like you know being a stay-at-home and mom right. her my both my uh quote like I don't know what to call him my sister's a partner my, like brother <laughs> you know like but we know it is <laughs> but no ideas but like he also got laid off because he works at a restaurant in New York New York and my mom also was laid off because she works on the strip. So that leaves me, you know, as the only person in the household working. Mm. Um, and they're not getting much from unemployment. Like, thankfully, they get something, you know, but not right. enough to, like, hopefully be okay next month in terms of, like, paying for the mortgage. And my mom can't get through to unemployment because this is one little tidbit on there, right? That, like, if you're not a citizen... 
and you have a resident alien card and you got your resident alien card during uh, the Reagan administration, right? So during the time where it's no expiration date. So if you don't have an expiration date on your green card, you can't get past that step. So literally you have to check every single box or like put in every single piece of information. And if you don't have that information, you have to go ahead and like somehow get a hold of a person or like get that, like, you know, that card changed. Right. You know, and it's like, if you can't get that change, well, you're SOL. And it's like, I've been trying to get through to unemployment for two months just because of this one issue with my mom. And like, then there's that waiting list that Nicole is on, which is like, what the hell, you know? And like, same thing with my brother-in-law. He thankfully was able to get like one card, you know, like, cause they give you like a debit card or something like that. Yeah. yeah, You know? And thankfully he was able to pay the groceries with that. So we were able to get food, you know, but it's not enough to cover the electric, the gas, the mortgage, the car payments, you know, and he's still, there's no idea for those who are working on the strip when they're going back to work. Right. So thankfully, like with that, like I hear you, Nicole, and you know, like at the same time, I'm trying not to feel bad about whatever I spend my stimulus check yeah. on, you know, and like, I can't wait to see like the after like image of like your your little project. Yeah, home improvements. Yeah. I keep watching your Instagram and like that looks really cool. Hashtag homo improvement. Hey. Homo improvement. Did you already have like a before <laughs> image ready? And then yeah. you're with your app. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. That's gonna nice. be dope. Nice. I hope that um there's some ABC executive executives hacking this call. Well, I mean, we <laughs> Heather and I uh submitted something to HGTV and haven't heard that from them. So it's like, I mean, if they want homos. And interracial couples that's us you there <sighs> I was gonna say free how about free. how about you Daniel how, what are you spending on your stimulus check on um so when I got my stimulus check it was also right around um rent uh like rent <laughs> season. so I paid my rent hey yeah <laughs> living ain't free so ground Jean um, so I have this uh, huge dream that I will be able to fly on an affordable flight to Guam. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going back up. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Come on, can I just get a break? Um, usually they're two grand in, or higher. And so it was at one point before um, phase one was lifted, it was like 1500. And I was like, oh, so close, so close. So if, you know, it's still not too safe to fly the skies. I am going to use that to furnish um, uh, the plot twist publishing offices. Oh, side note, I'm a publisher. So what? <laughs> I never say that on the show, but <laughs> so that's what I want to do. a polymath. But <laughs> yes, I, I want to go home because I'm sick. Y'all, y'all, I'm not sick of y'all, but I'm sick of people <laughs> in this valley who have kind of um, assigned me like saviorism and i fucking hate it like ew that's so I'm gross. A fucking human please you know like i have to reiterate all the time and my family is seeing it happen to me on all hours of the day like as people interact with me or they see like many of my tech things activated they're like wow like gene or people treat gene outside the home really indispensable and that's terrible and so um yeah i'm just trying to i want to like disappear and like come back with like a lower profile so and it's hand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, 
So how are we going to take care of ourselves this summer, y'all? Wait, Rose, what did you buy? Oh, shit, sorry, Rose. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, did you? <laughs> wait, question. Were you supposed to go to BTS? Yeah, I was supposed to go to. <laughs> we were going to go at the same time, too. I wish everyone could see Rose, like, flipping yeah. out. Yeah. yeah have Why'd you bet today? Why'd you have to bet? Here's the thing. Even though... <laughs> Even though BTS uh, canceled, I, I will still wait. Or not cancel, but reschedule. And aren't giving out refunds. I'm still wait. I'm a wait. I fought with Mariana. They're worth the wait. <laughs> I got those motherfucking seats next to the stage. I am not... I'm not fighting that again. Okay, listeners, I am sorry. But if any of you know anything about BTS, okay, and yes, I am sweating. I got my fucking, like, Filipino fan on, okay? <laughs> that, that shit is not easy to get. I spent good money on those tickets, and I'm going to see them, and I'm going to have their sweat fly on my head however I oh. can, okay? Well, so, I feel like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine, you know. I just, just I'm coping. So, I I'm mean, we'll, we'll go next when they reschedule. We'll go. When we, we'll talk more about that later because I want to know what day you were supposed to go. Wait, the like, same day as you, Ding Dong. Really? <laughs> Saturday? Yeah. You were gonna go? I yes. Know. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, when they reschedule, we're going. We're going. Uh, Bruja Baddies exclusive. Bruja Baddies is part of army right um i hope <laughs> didn't that the know, BTS hackers know. um see this unofficial sponsorship and send us money for microphones except i don't want to know the queens next to me mm. Mm. <laughs> i'm just saying there's a lot of queens out there and yeah blah, blah, blah. but, but right. back back to the question of what the hell did i use my stimulus money <laughs> other than bts shit okay so i didn't use it on bts shit let's be very fucking clear wow. everybody i did not Okay. However, I was partly responsible and partly quote unquote irresponsible. But like Nicole said, I'm not going to fucking apologize for whatever the, guilt. The hell, whatever the hell I spent that money on. So, first of all, a good chunk of it's stowed away for the summer so that way I can pay bills in the summer, thankfully. Wow, you know? y'all so fiscally responsible. <laughs> I mean, I'm still technically getting paid by the school district so like I'm still okay you know so that's that's why I'm like I'm still partly okay but at the same time I can have fun so I pop some makeup just to make me feel happy I was like you know sometimes you gotta do that and get it I I invested in a very good sunscreen face because I want to be better about like my 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 facial routine, you know, during this time. And my acne has really gone a lot better, everybody. Listeners, you cannot see it, but I would wow. just imagine a pink glow, a pink glow. Get That's that cool. self-care, friend. Get it. <laughs> and um, I also spent money on Mother's Day. So mm. I wanted to get something nice for my family, but my sister was so adamant and like, you don't need to get me anything. I know that like hard. that's a and Filipino like, mom thing. Fucking Filipino like, mom. It really so is. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you're like first generation, second <laughs> generation, Filipino mom. I'm just gonna be like, I'm good. So you really didn't get me anything. No, like like that's how my mom is. She'll be like, no, you don't need to get me anything. Playing games. And it's like stop gaslighting. Like which one is it? You know. <laughs> 
So I got my mom some makeup because she loves dark lipsticks. She rocks a dark lipstick all the time. And then for my sister, I she loves Sailor Moon. So I got her this, uh, um, you know, headband for her facial, like, you know, like routine too, because she loves that shit. And then, yeah, everything else was just tucked away in a safe place. So no one can see, but I'm hiding behind my fan because I don't want anyone else to know. <laughs> Anyways, next subject. So, um, back to my question. <laughs> I am uh, hella segues, and I know that we are on here, and we hope you enjoy us, listeners, um, and my mic. Um, so, how are we going to take care of ourselves this summer? It's coming up. Um, yeah, real quick. Um, Stay I hydrated. Start. Ooh, yes. Sunscreen. Hey, that's a good one. Sunscreen, fancy sunscreen. Um, I'm reading a shit ton of books because I'm a librarian. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes, put out into the universe. Yes. What about you, Rose? Um, so I've been reading a lot of saucy shit. Um, okay. Just, just really saucy. Uh, you know. Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> something else. Um, I don't know if anyone's uh like red Korean webtoons or just webtoons in general. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There's a couple of webtoons that have been pretty spicy and saucy <laughs> for me lately. And uh, let's just say you're a, uh, you're uh, your brujas, but quite a bit of money supporting those artists. Hey, it's okay to find pleasure. This it month. is that. It's that month. Yeah. It, that's it what is. I was going to say. It was like, you know, it coincided with the right month. You know what, so. this month and the rest of your life. Just saying. Uh, my next question is, what do we miss most about seeing each other? Oh. Going to eat together. Yeah, that's super fun. Yeah. Wait, I haven't gone out to eat with y'all. I know. Oh. <laughs> what about Danny? Sorry, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like we've we've hung out together and ate before at other people's houses. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> right. That makes sense. You. Way to rebound from now. <laughs> <laughs> like just uh, so you know oh i do i forgot that we were at featured guest dr constancio <laughs> arnaldo's house right well i thought i thought uh, it's just like just the bruja crew uh, bruja barcada yeah yeah um i do remember nicole and i think it was also Jean brought like ube bread and hello kuchinta and kuchinta oh my gosh that's so true okay I resent what I said earlier. That was my, my platform as the next governor slash mayor of Nevada slash Las Vegas. Anyone else about what we miss? Uh, I miss being able to drive up next to Nicole and make <laughs> a, a wonky face and just be like, you in your car? And honestly, I hope that after all this, let's let's find t- time to like hunker down hang out eat some tyrone or something get our baby oh, i love tyrone my um once you know like once everyone is okay to join other people's houses i am willing to make bulalo again man i'm, I'm willing, willing to eat it <laughs> i'll eat whatever you give me like <laughs> <laughs> whoa yeah you know, actually that's a good thing to talk about like so my friends my group of friends they want to do a hangout right so like, like an Emmy relationship for their security. I'm planning on trying to get tested 
you know, mm-hmm. prior. So that way everyone feels safe to be around me. Wow. This could and, apply to everything. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> no, but the, like, so I know there's some places that are able to do free testing right now in Vegas. Um, like the only reason, like, I don't want to like be one of those people who just get tested to get tested. Cause like I'm maybe asymptomatic or I might not have it at all. And I probably eating up tests that someone else could have had. Right. But at the same time, it's like knowing that I'm going to be around a group of friends who have kids who have like elderly people in their homes. Like Mm. I want to be safe. So that's why like, you know what? I will get tested for safety of mine of other people, you know? So I think if you all want to hang out, I can get tested. You know, we <laughs> like you can make sure that whatever I feed you, whatever you feed me won't be infected by anything unless you wanted to. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, I think what I miss most about um, when we're together is talking into my phone <laughs> as our better technology than this goddamn <laughs> <laughs> headphone um long live my um iphone 6s hey. hey um any advice um for ap asian american asian pacific american heritage month like any advice like in terms of a way to celebrate remotely or just um where to head in the fall hmm Call out your local discretions. <laughs> Not at a bad time. <laughs> Election time is coming up. Call out your favorite discretions. <laughs> Mail-in ballots. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, I agree with that. Um, be mindful of uh, not only your actions, but the actions of others around you as you navigate the spaces coming up, you know, because you don't know what we're all going to be walking into. Um, so take care of yourself in that and just try to find the peace in the chaos mm-hmm. when you can, because obviously things are not going to tone down. So like I tell my students, control what you can, because there's nothing you can do about things that are out of your control. So yep. do, do, do what, with what you have. And I'll be Bye. here to support you. <laughs> Um, I just want to say uh, thank you to our listeners. Again, we've made a whole like cycle around the sun in terms of like over, we're o- a little over a year now. And I was looking today and we've had now, we just broke um, 7,000 downloads and wow. really, really want to oh, thank cool. the team and uh, the people who are listening and that you choose to stay here and listen to us during this month and during this time. Um, some of the things we talk about are heavy or light, um, but know that um, we're your friends, um, despite all of this too. Mm-hmm. And um, just happy that you could join us in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think we're good to sign out. And any last things before we head out? Um, I just want to say thank you to Daniel and Nicole, um, especially Jean. Like, thank you to all the co-hosts of Bruja Baddies for keeping it what it is and making it so, like, I don't want to say fruitful. Fruitful sounds awkward. Like, um, abundant. (laughs) 
Amen. Uh, for making the stories what they are, like, because this podcast is still so special to me, despite the distance and time. And, like, it is so great to have these perspectives, these outputs continue to happen. And I encourage listeners to keep sharing their stories with all of us. Reach out to any of us that you feel like you connect to. Um, and despite the distance, like, I'm always, like, most people already follow my Instagram, you know, so <laughs> don't be a stranger. Some of you have not been a stranger. So shout out to all of you who hit me up. But otherwise, yeah, um, I miss this. It was really great to feel like I'm coming back home. So awesome. Thank you for being here. Lame, cheesy. I know. <laughs> all right. So this is Jean. Oh, this is Daniel. <laughs> this is Nicole. And this is Rose. And we are a podcast. Yes. Ba 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 